Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns Audio Produced Podcast that has been called Too Legit to Quit by The Amazing Z on iTunes. If you have a five-star review you'd like to leave us, we'll read it on the air. That's the last one. I'm not going to read Timothy Pizza's, so uh, get your uh, five-star review in there. Why? What's Timothy Pizza's? Uh, he was our guest and he was pandering. Uh, so, uh, so I'm not doing that one. Uh, uh, um, thanks for the review, Amazing Z. That, uh, that was great. Z Amazing Z, Z get amazing it right. Willie, yo, hit us with the topic. Tonight, dreams. We sleep for a third of our life. Our parents told us dreams didn't mean anything. Did they accidentally stop us from taking dreams as serious as they are? What if dreams were just as real as reality? And we just unlearned how to perceive them. Okay, let's welcome aboard the SSRLSF from Whitest Kids You Know and our good friend, Sam Brown. Hey, Yo. thank you for having me back. I didn't know you had the game on. I could put it on <laughs> over here. Is that No, is that it's weird? fine. No, yeah. we always rock the okay. games. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, don't talk about it. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because we're not allowed to. We'll get sued. Yeah. <laughs> Any, like, any rebroadcast. Uh, <laughs> any description of the game. Right, description of the yeah. game. <laughs> I like how many people have probably submitted, like, hey, I do I do a thing where I describe the game to you. Can I get your permission? And there's just no response for years. <laughs> I wonder what the broadest description of the <laughs> basketball game has gotten someone sued by the NBA. Yeah. They're like, it's a lot of scoring. Well, the ball in the court. I don't know about this sport. I'm not from here. That the sounds like ball James, went through the orange hoop. That sounds like the thing that James Naismith came up with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out before we get into it. Uh, I usually direct a sketch group on Tuesday nights, and they were very kind to let me uh, skip out on directing this week so that I could come be here with you. So uh, if you're living in the Los Angeles area and you are uh, not doing anything Sunday night at 10, come down to the Pack Theater, 6470 Santa Monica Boulevard at 8 p.m. and see uh, see the group Very Famous. Nice. Did I say 10? Thank you, Very Famous. No. Oh. Sam, what else is new? I'll spiel. I shouldn't have had uh, you turn it off your phone yet because sometimes this takes a little that's while. Fine. <laughs> um, I started a new podcast of my own. Yeah? Yeah. Unprecedented. Two plugs at the top of the show. What's the your podcast? What's your podcast? Yeah, what's new. <laughs> um, I can really get into what's new and bum everyone out. But uh, my podcast is called uh, I Hate Your Music. Um, and it's, uh, me and a friend of mine, Michael Scarsden, uh, he's 10 years younger than me. We have a decade of, nice. of age in between us and, uh, we recommend albums for each other to listen to. Oh, that's cool. And we kind of just shit on each other's musical taste. <laughs> uh, what's the bet? How, how many episodes have you done? We've recorded four. We just uh, by the time this will come out, I'll have released my first episode. The first episode. And how? What? It, it, if you don't want to give a spoiler, fine. But what's the worst song he's recommended to you? 
I, you know, what's funny is it, it's, well, we go by album. Uh, what was the worst album? I really didn't like the first episode. We listened to brand new. It's like really emo-y. I wasn't into it. And I was the, the most recent episode. Uh, we listened to, he had me listen to uh, broken social scene, which it's not that I, I hated it. I was just like really bored and ambivalent to it. And, uh, I didn't like the production of it. And it, it was one of those things where it was like important to him, which is yeah, funny. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think there's any album I could like r- recommend to him that he could be like, yeah, I just didn't like it. That I'd be like, that's you're an idiot, man. You're just an idiot. But like, that's what the episode is. is him being like this, people, people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Which is, I, I think it's that's a fun <laughs> podcast. Wait, know? so what was the album? Uh, Broken Social Scene. It was like their first. Oh, you're an idiot, dude. You're you're into Broken. Social oh yeah, Scene? they're great. I, I like the first <laughs> album, but I just thought, but I thought I, I thought it. the production was kind of generic. I thought it I was can't like, even picture it. I just remember liking it. I don't. I can't even picture a song on it. I don't know. It was it wasn't for me. I, do you still have it on your phone? Because you could probably cast it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's the future. Yeah, because my computer has not been able to find my Chromecast for whatever reason. That picture on your uh, TV is a is a meander, uh, meandering lake, man. That's a river that's, that, that's about to... That could cut off one day. The river would go straight through and that would turn into a meander scar, which is a pretty sweet. Uh, sorry. Um, Jesus Christ. They can't, you know, the people listening can't hear but that, but or if, can't see the but picture. But that description was, uh, yeah. can light up anybody's Well, Willie, this is why that guy didn't respond to that email. What? What guy? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we like to do this thing now. I know you're... We're trying to get this game on, so I'm sorry. We're all a little distracted. We should have done this before we started recording. What's your password? What's your wife? <laughs> it's, 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 uh, can we bleep this? Yeah. Wait, well, I'll just pause it. <laughs> so, Sam, we like to do a thing called the WOW scale. It stands for Waiter Willie. Uh, we'll ask you a bunch of questions, and then we'll rate you. A zero is more of a wait. A five is more of a Willie. Okay. First question is a three-parter. Okay. Part number one, do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe that aliens have visited Earth? If so, have they visited Earth in the last 200 years? 300 years? Yeah, 300. Something like that. Uh, Yes, no, no. All right, so you believe the generic, uh, the universe is so big. Yeah, the universe is so big. There's probably something out, out there, and like alien could mean... <laughs> the fuck was that? It's my phone. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> alien could mean like a a germ on a planet right. somewhere. All right. Second question. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, no. You're from New England. Actually, my, my ghost story will like tie into the topic today. Okay. So we'll we'll wait then. Yeah. But were you raised religious at all? Uh, yes, uh, Catholic. I, I consider myself Easter Catholic. 
Okay. <laughs> where like uh, most years, there were there were some years where my mom like got in the habit of bringing us to church on sure. Sundays, and you know I I got confirmed. Uh, oh. Did did some Sunday school and stuff like that, but for the most part, we went to church on Easter. Right. You know, like Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Midnight Mass mm-hmm. and Easter. Yeah, me too. Wait, um, wait, did you go to Catholic church when you did No, that Christian, oh, okay, non-denominational, okay. but same same sort yeah, of vibe. Yeah. Well, it just threw me off, though, because the first time I went to a, a Catholic church on Christmas, I was like, Every, everyone's chanting. Yeah, I, we didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't either. Did you do that? You did, right? Chanting? The, you uh, know, the God be with you and also with you oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. What? I was like, it's just like I question don't know and what they're saying. Yeah, call and response. Call and response, and like right. having to uh, <laughs> kneel before you go sit in the aisle. I was like, what is everybody doing? I'm just trying to sit down. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I, it's like my impression of Catholics, like uh, when I went to college, I met some people who were like Christian from like uh, Virginia. Like Zach and Trevor are both Christian from Virginia. And uh, I forget exactly what sect of Christianity but like when I told them I was Catholic they're like oh the Catholics like that's like really strict and uh, my impression was always that like oh it's so strict that like no one really follows the letter of the Uh law (laughs) you know everyone's like everyone that like I was around was like laid back about religion because it was like so much to like fully embrace Catholicism in that way. Yeah. All right. What about Bigfoot? Um, maybe. Do you believe? Did uh, you like any of those? Any of those kind of myth, myth, cryptozoological, like Loch Ness monster, Chupacabra? Like, what do you think about those? Uh, I think you know, like, there's still animals that we're like discovering exist on the planet, mm-hmm. and uh. And one could be Bigfoot. Yeah, one one could be an animal that someone was like, "Oh, I don't know how to describe this," and someone's like, "Oh, that's that's Bigfoot. That's uh-huh. what we've named it." Like, it's not crazy to me that there's like some animal that that there were uh, brief encounters with, and sort of kind of this lore surrounding. I don't believe like Loch Ness monster as much. You know, well, because the guy admitted that it was fake. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but people still believe it. But it's like, it's in a lake, right? Yeah. Yeah, like a big, deep lake. Like, well, how are you not discovered? Like, if it's. It's very deep. It's like ocean deep. I I will say this. I mean, there's a lake in Russia that has dolphins because it's it's like it, it was a part of the ocean. And then when the. Glaciers receded. Get like James Cameron in there. I don't know. Like, yeah. What's your deal with the Titanic, James? Get to the bottom of Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nessie. Loch Ness monster. Just go yeah. to the bottom of uh, the Loch Ness. How hard can it be? Um, what about like psychic stuff? Do you believe in psychics? Not really. Did you ever get your palms read or tarot yes. cards or anything? Uh, I got my my palm read. Was it at an official place, or was it like a, someone doing a party game trick? It, no, it was uh, um, hired for an after prom par- party. Nice uh, for like the like high school's after prom party. They were like, "Oh, we we hired a psychic." What did they tell you? Do you remember? 
they were like, you know, someone named John. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Wow. Mike's in trouble. Uh, Mine took some swings. I went to, I'm, I don't read, I'm probably told this on the podcast before, but like I have, is this a waste of time? Oh no, no, it's fun. Uh, we went to a Renaissance fair and she told me, she was like, I keep seeing a cast on your arm. Like, do you skateboard? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, like as much as any kid. She's like, oh, be careful, man, because I think you're going to break your arm. <laughs> so I was like, all right. I never did. But maybe, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't because she told me. Here, here's an interesting story. Is uh, A friend of mine was getting married in... Portland and had this really like very just like the smallest wedding you could imagine uh it was like uh it was was at this beautiful waterfall but it was basically like 10 folding chairs uh that sounds cool uh and we there was like a restaurant by there and the the person that did the the um non-denominational ceremony that the uh, the what, what do you call it? Justice of the Peace or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, was a uh, or like came to dinner when we had the dinner, and at some point told everyone that they they were a pet psychic. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> but like that they also have like can like work with humans and uh, basically like like did a, a psychic reading for everyone at the table. And uh, at this period, I was living in New York, and uh, I, I, I bought a, a track jacket that had a Ferrari logo on it because I thought it was funny because I yeah. don't have a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the the psychic, when she came to me, she was like, Oh, you need to be careful driving. You drive too fast. That's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. yeah hey, think... speaking of pet psychics, you guys know Chris Lilly? Uh, uh he did yeah, uh yeah. he did uh what Summer was... Heights High. Yeah, Summer Heights High and then Oh yeah, yeah. So he has a new oh, man, that guy listen, I really like Summer Heights High. He's got a new show on Netflix called uh Fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just him doing more characters. Yeah, it's just not good. And one of them is a pet psychic, and it's just like so disappointing. Like, Uh, I don't know what happened, but anyway, but it's it's hard to like sustain success like that. It's hard to, um, you know, to like have something that that gets people's attention and then to like come up with something new yeah but summer heights also- high like probably i'll bet like 80 percent of the people listening have never heard of that you know like it yeah but like we know it because Australia, it's real though it's gigantic but he, yeah but that made him that eat cake at all hours of the day money you know just hire writing staff i'm though. fucking having cake for breakfast like why you gotta do everything <laughs> on your own just hire writing staff I don't know. I think I'm disappointed yeah. because it's like there's no stories at all. It's just sketch, 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 sketch with recurring characters, and it's like, eh, this is like watching Saturday Night Live. But is that? But is that because you're comparing it too hard? 
Yeah, for sure. But what, you know, can you reset somehow? No. <laughs> and yeah, there's always that, that was that confirmation bias or like, like that kind of like you go in there with like some impression of how it's going to be. Right. Well, listen, I mean, I haven't, cause he did like a million spinoffs of Summer Heights High, right? Where he did a series for like every one of those characters. Yeah, and none uh, of those were very good. Yeah. I didn't think Wild Boys was very good. I thought what was the one, Jimay? Yeah, that's the only one that was like sort of decent. And I really liked the um, the the punk kid guy. I can't think of his name either. It's like Tommy for from Tonga or something. Yeah, like yeah. I don't remember from, anything. I think it's Tonga. Yeah, that sounds much. Um, but anyway, you just reminded me of it. I didn't know if you guys had seen it or not. I wish I could remember what it's called. Oh, it's called uh, like psychopaths or like lunatics. I think it's called lunatics. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, All right. What about time travel? Do you think that could exist? Not that it does. Um, Reverse or or forward? Whatever. What do you got? Uh, I think forward could. I don't think reverse could. I don't think you can go back in time, but I think you can go. I think time behaves differently. Like uh, there's the whole like black hole thing where it's like if you go near a black hole, time actually moves slower than. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's that that like. If you could go forward, would you? But I know like there's like um, certain like things dealing with space that that deal with time um if i could go forward would i no yeah. i mean no <laughs> would, would i want like everyone in go... my life to die basically yeah. <laughs> no yeah what if yeah. you could see like the apex of our civilization <laughs> I would, I, I'd have to be going through a pretty bad breakup. But wait, wait, what if, what if you were, cause I, I'm just like, fuck it. What like, if you were, what if you're 85? I'm going into the future. What if you're 85 and they say, you know what? For a year, you could go forward a thousand if years. I'm 85, I'm still going to have people in my life that I love when I'm 85, <laughs> no, I hopefully. I know, I know. I try to contemplate this stuff. I'm like, I can't answer this anymore. Wait, why, would like that, why, why would that sweeten the pot? If you're 85, because you're saying like like if I don't have as many like connections, all your friends are dead, and and (laughs) I still would have friends. I'm 85. I I haven't just been like doing nothing. But then you're just an 85 year old in the future. Oh, but you you (laughs) could see where technology goes. I always imagine I'll be an old man. 85 in the future might be like your half life. You know. Only if just, you lived in that time the whole time, you well, would I still mean, die in like They would have years. cures and stuff. They, they would have cures for diseases. They're like, oh, we can cure know, everyone man. except anyone who's eaten bacon, and it's been a thousand mess. years since that happened, so we can't say we can't help you. They could be like, hey, we yeah. have this new type of x-ray that sees if you're about to have a heart attack in the next yeah, 20 years. Yeah, but they years. can't cure your hard living for 85 years. They, they might all, be able to. No, they all grew up just eating perfect stuff. They've got pills if that they If someone... Eat. In the 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 uh, the turn of the century, came like and they 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 were just like eating bad food and they were living hard and they came to now uh-huh. 
and we we brought them to a doctor. The doctor could look at them and go, "Oh, you're you need like a, a heart bypass or, or you know like some sort of heart surgery that's going to extend your life." That's possible. And, you need a, like an angioplasty or something. And I need five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and you got all this buckshot in you. We got to get all this buckshot out. <laughs> Also, brush your teeth, man. <laughs> You're about to die from your teeth. What about government stuff? Do you, do you, are you a scholar of the JFK assassination? Um, I actually, you know, I think that I, the thing I, um, I'm not like well versed on it. The thing I would lean towards is the whole, uh, the, FBI mob Lyndon Johnson conspiracy. Where right? is that, that? That makes sense. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of them. You know the ma- the mafia definitely got JFK his job, and then when he got the presidency, he turns back on him. That's that's all legit. And uh, JFK was like what cracking down on the FBI and like kind of a thorn in their side, and then. Uh, um, Lyndon Johnson was looking to re-up Vietnam and uh, Lady Bird Johnson family financially benefited from that. Yeah. Yep, these are all these are all facts. What about current stuff? Do you think that uh, well, let's see. I mean, how much do you trust the government? Uh, I don't know. Uh... Like, are you comfortable saying in this room where the only recording device is owned by us <coughs> that you want to kill the president? Uh, that, well, this is going on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I thought I had you. Um, I don't, like, tape the, the camera on my, my uh, oh, like laptop. This? Yeah, I don't do that. Okay. Well, you should. You should. That's not even a government thing. That's just people going to hack into it. I'm also like, what are they going to do? They're going to put my naked body on the internet? Sure. Well, when you're... It could be like Black Mirror. You could jerk off to the wrong thing, and then they could get you. I just don't jerk off to the wrong thing. (laughs) That's an easy fix. You just jerk (laughs) off to Showtime uh, late-night videos? No, just legal porn. (laughs) Just legal. I'm like, oh, this might be illegal? No horse stuff? Never mind. (laughs) Um, yeah, you're like a zero. Right? Huh? It's a total zero. What did he say that would lead you to believe anything other than that? Uh, maybe Bigfoot. Okay, he's a one then. Yeah, yeah, that's all. All right, you're a one. Congratulations. (laughs) You're one-fifth of the way to being a willy. So you you think, you think, uh, there, there absolutely is no Bigfoot is, is your thing? Yeah, I guess. I've never really thought about Bigfoot, but yeah, I would say there's no Bigfoot. There's a new Bigfoot documentary out there that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, Oh, but you do believe in Flat Earth. Oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) completely. Uh, Oh, yeah, fucking ice walls growing. Yeah, I mean, why do we never see any footage at all of Antarctica? You know that compasses can spin on their own. Yeah. Sometimes, randomly, you know? Did you know that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know enough about Flat Earth. Are you guys 
Oh, well, the flat earth things. What, well, you sort of. I mean, one idea is that if the earth is flat, how come the, the you know compasses work? And it's like, well, like take the take the navigation on a plane that like they were fooled enough to. Uh, you have to trick the the programming of the the compass, the m- navigation of the plane. Yeah. I, I, that's one thing I don't get about flat earthers, and maybe someone can enlighten me. Is is like, just take a trip around the world, just like do well, it. But, but you know, Bob, he was supposed to do that. I don't know why he hasn't done it. I'm like, dude, you got enough money to fly your plane to prove? Because yeah, you fucking go do it. Well, wouldn't they just say that same thing you said, where they're actually flying in a circle? But and you, not- but you could make you could you could prove it that way too, though. And 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 the way you would prove it would be Asia to Alaska kind of thing, or the the China to Alaska, because they're the, I've I've looked at the flat Earth maps and 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 compared them to why. Oh, because you would have to fly over to do that. Correct. Well, couldn't they just fly over the ocean up above? And just kind of curve around. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like you could prove that, like, oh, actually, this is way closer. We'll do it in real time. Here's a video of us going from, instead of going over the ocean, we go the shortest way, and it, it took us an hour to get to L.A. from China, you know, whatever. Well, they don't think that, though, because it's a disc, right? So they would fly off the edge of the Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, okay, like... Aren't there flights that go over the North Pole that, like... If you're going to like, uh, well, I don't know. I, I've always read that the North and South Poles are no fly zones. Okay. Because they reveal from the flat earth mind, because they reveal, uh, things, I don't know how or what, but from the hollow earth, there's portals that go into the inner earth. And I, 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 I lean towards that. I, I think that that's more. Do you believe in hollow earth? No. Do you believe in reptilians? No. <laughs> well, point five. Point Come five. on, Willie. Fucking <laughs> point five. I just got downgraded. <laughs> All right, let's talk about dreams. Um, Ooh, what dreams may come? I can't think of any other dream movies. <laughs> uh, uh, Flatliners. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, dude. Nightmare Flatliners is a movie well, about I with Dream in the title, no. but okay. Uh, uh, right. I, I, uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Them all. Dream. How many are there? Uh, yeah, you just go out of oh, order. Dream Warriors. And then Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. Part One. That one actually too. Also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, the thing is, to me, is that we we sleep a th- we should sleep a third of our life away. And, uh, uh, I mean, what our, our whole lives, our parents have told us our parents that like dreams don't matter. No, see, okay. That's objective or that's subjective. My parents have never once talked to me about dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think my mom's ever said dreams don't matter. Well, dreams don't matter. well but the, no, but they kind of did in a certain way where it's like, do you have it? Were you having a nightmare? Oh, that's not real. Your, your parents sound like the dad and Billy Elliot. That's a- <laughs> your dreams don't matter. <laughs> you, like you told your you told your mom about a nightmare at some point in your life, you know, and she was like, "It's fine. It's not real. It's just a dream." 
Oh well, yeah, that's like when you're a kid and the kid's like doesn't know the difference between reality and yeah. a dream. That's but, not making a statement on dreams. No, 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 no. That's I'm not. I'm not saying it. Child. I'm not saying it's supposed to be a statement. I'm saying they accidentally taught us to not pay attention to our dreams because even to shut you up, like no, 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 you're just dreaming. Wake up, it's just a well, dream. I mean, Everything's fine. Your aunt didn't die, and then your aunt did die. <laughs> you but, know, or or. But then you get into psychology, where in like Freud, where uh, you know th- they studied dreams and and uh, studied, and I don't know. I like in college read half of Freud's on dream book. Um, so brag. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's just like, I'm probably going to say, I'm, I'm probably going to finish the second half later in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever I'm saying is probably wrong, but, uh, yeah, Freud would talk about, uh, and I think Freud was also proven as, as being wrong, but like Freud would talk about like how dreams, uh, are, uh, uh, like are, are a, a window into someone's psyche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think there was something in that that I remember that uh, where it's basically like the design of a dream is to like put you into a deeper sleep, like where it's like it's trying to uh, give you uh, the the stimulus that you need to. It's it's like giving you anything you need basically so that you go further into sleep mm-hmm. so if you're like oh, i really am hungry you'll dream of like getting up and getting some food but what about okay take what you said which i think is interesting and then compare that to like when you meditate you are in a more more of a relaxed state that you actually get more rest from meditating 15 minutes than you do for sleeping a few hours you know, what's interesting is I used to have problems sleeping. I used to have that kind of like, especially when I was younger, I used to have that uh, anxiety. Um, like, do you remember like Christmas night? Yeah. Like the, the night before Christmas and you're trying to go to sleep and it's like the longest night. Yeah. Like as, as a kid, because mm-hmm. you're just yeah. not, you're too excited. You're not falling asleep. You want to fall asleep. You're just closing your eyes. I recently, or not, not even recently, but at some point I realized like if I'm like in bed and I have my eyes closed, I am getting rest. I am, my body is being rejuvenated by this activity. And by doing that, I'm a lot calmer about the idea of sleep. I'm a lot like, like, uh, I no longer have that anxiety. Yeah. Because I'm not like, why aren't I asleep? You're I'm not like, beating yourself up fine. for not sleeping. Exactly. Right. But also, I just got a Fitbit, and uh, I, I, it tracks your sleep. Yeah. I found out I sleep five and a half hours a night. That's good, isn't it? I, out of how long are you, how long are you laying there? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly how long I'm laying there. Because my but. thing is, like, I... I lay down for five hours a night, so I don't know how much sleep I'm getting. Yeah. Like, uh, I lay down at midnight and get up at five every, well, four. It's interesting. It, it, the Fitbit thing, it gives you, 
maybe you guys get can get a Fitbit sponsorship. Does it tell out of this. you? Uh, uh, <laughs> does it tell it you, tells you like, what type of sleep you're getting? Yeah, like yeah. it tells you like when you're in a deep sleep. Because I've got sleep apnea, and I know I've got problems. Do you have any? Do you have any sleep problems? I mean, uh, I actually I used to have sleep paralysis. I haven't gotten it in a long time. Uh, cases of sleep paralysis. We have it consistently. Uh, in my in my early twenties, I would have uh, probably had about like a dozen uh, cases of like like having like spells of of sleep paralysis. What would you see? Would you see yeah. the spider? Or would you see the light creature? Uh, I would see. I remember the first time. I was like, it's always like you're having a dream and you're in your surroundings. Like if you're if you're in your room, you like see your room as it is. Like I remember one time I had it, and I woke and in my dream I looked at the clock and it was a certain time. And when I actually woke up out of it, I looked at the clock and it was the same time. Oh wow! Uh, so like there was this awareness of my surroundings. Um, wow! But, you know what's crazy about that? Uh, the crazy. I'm mean, sorry to. to no, no. Uh, that's just fucking. Like dreams don't have time in it. It's like, yeah. I, I feel like a dream could exist in a second and it could feel like a month. Well, but isn't or one whatever. of the things with sleep paralysis that you're actually, your eyes are open and you're actually in your room? It just feels like a dream and that's why it's so scary. So yeah. you're probably just reading your actual clock. It just felt like a dream. What, because what you, can't I, that read, too. you can't read clocks in dreams. Like you can't. You can't, you can't read, read paper. anything you yeah, watch, right? I mean, that's what they say, yeah. 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 Why? Well, you better than that? Can you I'm do better that? than that, yeah. I feel like I've read I, something. I, I feel like I've had dreams where I, where I have been able to read. But I, I have had that problem, too, where I've been not able to read. Things. Yeah, you're, like, trying to read something. You don't get it. I think I think if you do read something in your dream, you sort of just gleam what the information is without actually reading it. Yeah, you think you read it. If if you're not paying attention, you, you think you... It's like that's just a step right. in the dream, and you went through the step, and so you knew what the context of it without reading it. I but think, when you try to focus on it, I think that, I think this was Freud, and I think it was uh, probably disproven. But one of his early theories on dreams was uh, that you actually dream in still images, and that in retrospect, your mind makes movies out of them, basically. Like that's, your, that's really funny. Mind. Like, we're, like we're some zeotrope machine. Isn't that funny? I, I mean, I think it's I think it's compelling, but like it's also like what what what? Let me ask you this: Did Freud give us anything? It seems like he was wrong about everything. <laughs> I think he, he was, had all these theories. I'm sure he was good for like psychology in general, but it seems like he was wrong about everything. Yeah, I think he, I think he was wrong about a lot of. I think right. I, he I mean, was I think caught up on he was on sex and. The, but it, I think he pushed us in the right direction. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, I think he definitely thought everybody wanted to have sex with their parents. Yeah. Well, specifically boys with their moms. That was his big fucking. Maybe push. I'm wrong. I feel like his big contribution was therapy. Was like modern therapy. Was oh, really? Like talking about your problems as a way to like get through them and i think a lot of his like if you're a huge pussy and he gave us carl (laughs) young you know since carl young disagreed with him he fucking came up with joseph campbell basically maybe i'm wrong about that though but that's uh uh so for sleep paralysis for me um 
So you're looking at your clock. It was the same time. And then what would you see? So so the first time I, I experienced it, I saw uh, it, I was home on Cape Cod and I saw someone I was I was home from college and I saw someone Wait, I went to so college with. What state is that in? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, and I saw someone I went to college with standing in my doorway and I was really excited that they were there. So I was like, oh, you should wave to them. But uh, I couldn't move and I'm just stuck mm-hmm. in this state. And then when I like kind of like not that I like turned away from them or anything, but when I looked back to them, they all of a sudden were like an old woman, like an old, like kind of hag, witch kind of character. Yeah. And then when I looked back to them again, they were hovering above me. And, uh, and at that moment was, it was like the most intense fear. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, then eventually I woke up and what I always like kind of like reasoned the like paralysis element, the like, I can't move element as is like, I'm in a dream state and I'm trying to use, I'm trying to move my arm like I would when I'm awake. Mm -hmm. And since it's a mental plane that I'm dealing with, you don't move in the same way. Well, the actual science is that your body paralyzes itself so that you can sleep. It like actually does. So yeah, there's moments where you're like trying to run in a dream and you're actually kind of moving your body and stuff. But there are other times when you're actually paralyzed and it's just so that you can get some sleep. The whole sleep paralysis thing, the reason that it gets scary is because when we used to have to sleep out in the wilderness and there was wolves and shit like that your body would scare you in a way that you would have to wake up. And so you're paralyzed and it's so scary. You're seeing demons so that you get really afraid and then you wake up and then you can move because maybe there is an actual wolf there. Oh, and interesting. So, I mean, that's at least what I read about it. So that's why they're always scary. And that's why it's like your friend, which is funny that it started with your friend because that's such a... Such a genuine. Everything's like, great. You Everything's just, yeah. crazy. You just wanted to wave to your friend, which I think is so. That's <laughs> like so adorable, because most people just get like the alien and stuff like that. Yeah. What's funny is that like, and this is part of the reasons why I'm like, like where my cynicism comes from. Like, like is because I'm like, whoa, that's a very like intense, like realistic feeling situation. Right. Exactly. And. So, like, if my mind can do that, that explains for a lot of things that people are like, well, there's this crazy thing that happened. Like, once like you've aliens. seen that, it's very easy to be like, I've seen that, too, but I understand what it is, and you just think it's aliens. Yeah, or ghosts, I think it's right, ghosts, thing. Like, yeah, it's sure. like, um That's why there is, like, a spy- or a light, a light version of sleep process where it's like a light monster. Uh, and that's what a lot of people say alien abductions are is like you just see a light. But what is I that? Re- what do you mean? What is that from? Why do they all have that? The, I don't light, know. the light monster. Could I'm it not be? Sure. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I bet it has to do with like the, the, what our body is actually doing and just how our consciousness uh, interprets it. Right. And because we all come from like a similar culture, you know, like people are like, oh, this is aliens. And then people hear about it and they go like, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Um, I uh, had one time 
where uh, I was sleeping in that that same bedroom, and my mom had painted. She done my. She painted the, redid the whole room, and she painted the room with like two color grays, like a uh, a light gray and a darker gray, a light gray up top, a darker gray on the bottom, and split by like a very deep dark gray like curved line like a wavy oh wow line throughout it was a, a nice look you can imagine that's a very nice looking room well when i had the sleep paralysis i'm looking at that and all of a sudden it's a snake and it turns to me and like like completely <laughs> open like it was just like it was like a a bad acid trip almost like right. uh, yeah yeah so one of the last times i got sleep paralysis and the, the, this is the moment where I stopped believing in ghosts. Uh, I was in Queens, New York. I was living in, in Woodside. Uh, and I moved into a place and didn't buy a mattress and just slept on the floor of this this very small bedroom. Did you have any, uh, did you put a blanket down at least? Or yeah, I put like a, a blanket, maybe like a comforter or something. But I was just like, I'm good. It's good for my back, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and like my only possession was one of those Bose iPod docks. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah. The like you slide yeah, sure. the iPod in. Uh, and uh, so I'm I'm sleeping there. Uh, I might mix up the the the, uh, the events of this. It, it uh, all of a sudden like. I'm there, I can't really move, and all of a sudden, uh, on the, uh, the iPod dock, there's this, like, hiss, and then it whispered, it goes, free me from the shores of blood, and then, (laughs) it just, like, that hiss all of a sudden became this loud static, this like increasing like, and like as the static got louder, my vision started to shake. It was like, like, a uh, um, who's the, Crank. it was it like was a, a Darren Aronofsky crank. kind of, uh-huh. uh, uh sure. and it was like sh- shaking and like my whole vision was shaking and then it like cut away and it stopped on a dime, and there was just this like girl from Ipanema, like elevator music going, do, 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 do. And then I woke up. And I had this moment where I was like, okay, either my, I, there's two possibilities. One is I believe in ghosts. And I have to go smash my iPod dock <laughs> on the, the, the sidewalk right now and throw it away. Or two, I don't believe in ghosts and I can go back to sleep. What was that? What was the sentence again? Free me from the shores of blood. Wow. <laughs> Do you think yeah, now, now when you look back at that time? Was there anything that you could have watched that like inspired that line? That's such a that's such a crazy line. Um, not, not that. I mean, probably. It's yeah. so funny. Watched a lot of stuff. 
Frey. I mean, they're, they're free me from the shore of blood. There, there's something we could like, <laughs> like any of us could have watched this week that could, yeah, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, but also, we're all creative. So yeah. You don't think you could write that line? Oh, it's just I, I was just I was just curious because, like, you know, a lot a lot of the dreams that I have are. are I think you're calling Sam a hack. <laughs> no, no, Jerry Seinfeld. Um. So tell us about dreams. Well, have you? Okay, I mean, the thing is, is I'm just going to basically ask questions too. Like, have you had a lucid dream before, Sam? Yeah. And what what did you do? Uh, and I How think did, this is kind of funny too. Is like, um, like in a similar way where I feel like the paralysis, where I'm like trying to move my body but I can't because what I'm experiencing is a dream. It's it's a, a mental state and not a physical state. Uh, that 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 logic of like, oh, I can't like like. Uh, move my arm because I'm not just trying to picture my arm moving. I'm trying to move the muscles that move my arm. I'm trying to like move my arm in the waking life, not in the, the dream state. Uh Um, in uh, the time I, uh, one of the times I I had a lucid dream, I had this party and, uh, I had a, a dream where I was, outside the party and like I was hanging out with some people outside the party and there was a moment where I was like I realized like how did I get here like how did I get here right now and and then I remembered that the party ended and I went to bed and so I realized oh I'm asleep right now and I had like what do you do when you realize you're asleep what's the one thing everyone does you fly you try and fly yeah I remember like trying it and like like going like in the dream like throwing my arms up and nothing happening and being like oh how do you do it and then I remember like trying to jump and then I go like no I have to visualize myself flying and using that part of my brain to be like like oh and it was and it was this like thing where in the actual dream I like just jumped up and I jumped. 50 feet at first and I did that a couple times till it like I actually realized how to do that you took the matrix jump yeah yeah basically I did the matrix jump exactly <laughs> I, I, and then I, I started to believe I said so sad because I'm so afraid of that jump of like not being in control of that that I can't take the jump or the fly or the not being in control yeah you're in complete control. That's, well, that's the opposite of like, that. I can always tell when I'm having a lucid dream. Yeah. And I shut it down because I think I'm that's like. That's the definition of a lucid dream. But I'm. Is that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. you're in control, right? Yeah, that you know that you're dreaming. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, because I know that I'm dreaming, I'm afraid that I might not be, and I don't want to start flying and then die because I can't finish it so i have anxiety and i can't it's take funny that step. you have anxiety that you're like you know you're in a dream like, oh, but fuck, you still it. think you're gonna die this is it uh um what uh, not to pick on you and your dreams because <laughs> i know you've had a couple right wade and you've you've flown before pretty hard right i don't so i don't think it was when I was a kid, I don't think I knew 
that I was dreaming. It wasn't technically a lucid dream. I was just able to fly. And I was able to, like, teach myself how to fly. And I remember, like, I, I was in my childhood bedroom. And I would just be like, oh, yeah, I can, like, fly. But then I, like, couldn't control it. And I would kind of, like, get stuck in, on the ceiling and stuff like that. But I don't think I've ever really had a lucid dream. Because I've tried. I've heard about them. And they, they have, like, apps that can, like, help you and stuff. And there's all these tricks. Like, I've read about all the tricks yeah, yeah. about how to, like, start a lucid dream. But I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I think I maybe have had one. When I first heard about lucid dreaming, like, fucking 10 years ago or whatever, I think I maybe had one for just, like, a split second. And I flew around, and then I, like, lost it and woke up. <laughs> can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. What's that? What's that like one like crazy dream that you've had that you've remembered your whole life? I have I have like four. Do you would you have one? Yeah, I feel like I've talked about it though. It's oh, where yeah, yeah, you have. It's where my dad turns into a vampire. Uh, <laughs> wait I a minute. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure I have I'm sure I have, but it might have been years ago. So like we're getting we're going home from the movies or something like that and we all got in the car or we, and and there was like vampires around and we're like fuck a vampire was chasing us so we ran and we got in the car and my dad was the last one to get in and the vampire bit him like right as he was getting in so he turned into a vampire and then we were like in the car so we had to run out the other side of the door and this is the this is the world where all the red stars in the sky are vampires. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I would have to sit down on the ground and like pull my arms back like I'm a jet pilot or something and that would take I would take off and then I would fly around. And that's that's all I remember. That's the one dream that I like for whatever reason. Well, that and the time that I got killed. The time you got killed. Yeah, I got killed. So I was like Hanging out. My parents weren't in the house. My sister and like a couple of our friends were just hanging out. And there was this weird, creepy guy. And he started like attacking us. And we all ran and hid. And I hid behind this chair in this room. And like I saw his boots like walk up. I could see under the chair. And then I just saw like a knife come down. It was very cinematic. And then it just... I didn't actually get killed. It was like an assumption that I was dead and I was his ghost and I was his like slave ghost. I had to do his bidding. And so I had to like talk my sister into like coming into this room so that he could kill her. It's kind of fucked up. Weird. Those are like my two big. And I wouldn't sleep in that room. It was like the guest room where I got killed. I wouldn't sleep in that room for. I only started like a couple years ago when I go back home. <laughs> Uh, I just remembered that recently I wrote uh, a sketch premise in my dreams. And I, I woke up and I was like, yeah, it's not a bad sketch. I've done that a few times and it, it's usually garbage. It's usually garbage. Like I remember once I had a dream where, and like in my dream, I thought it was like the the key to comedy. Right. Yeah. Uh, where like once I had a dream that it was like, in like a sick, it took place in a sitcom basement, and it was all like Muppets, and they were performing Hamlet. <laughs> it was like the That Seventy Show basement, nice with like Muppets in it performing Hamlet. And you're like, this is genius. Yeah, this <laughs> is the key go. to comedy, yeah. dude. I, I had I dreamed a movie one time that like I'm still gonna write because I think it's fucking amazing. 
Well, I, I dreamed a sketch the other day. This is fairly recently. That was like uh, a mutant getting introduced into like the X Men Academy. You know, like Professor Xavier is showing the 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 new mutant around, and they're like, Here, "Here's uh, uh, gun hands," and it's a guy with guns taped to his hands. And he's like, "That's not a mutant; it's just a guy with the guns taped to his hands." And he's like, "No, it's he can do so much. He can fire those guns. He can put more bullets <laughs> in them." And, uh, and he's like, "They're just taped." Uh, like, uh, and then like everyone just was like, had guns taped to them and weapons taped to them. <laughs> Good reference, yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. I was like surprised when I like remembered it that I was like, oh, it's decent. Have you ever woken up laughing at a joke that you wrote in a dream? Oh, I think yeah. the Hamlet Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a dream where I was uh, back in high school. This happened like five years ago. So I was like 15 years out of, out of fucking high school. And uh, uh, someone was like, you can't dance. And I was like, you know, pep assembly everyone in the fucking schools watching like I can fucking dance prove it and so they start playing some music like some like music to dance to and it's like good dancing music and then I just started line dancing because in my head the justification was this is fucking dancing too and I started <laughs> laughing so hard at the fact that I pulled that out of my ass that I like woke up laughing and like I think oh. you're being a smart ass to your dream <laughs> yeah uh, uh do you ever have the the this is like a common thing that happens in my dreams is it'll start out where it'll be like in a room like this we're right now for the listeners in Wade's living room with the TV in front of us and uh we'll in my dream turn on a movie and then the rest of the dream will take place inside the movie. Oh cool. Uh-uh. Where you will take on the perspective of of characters within the movie. I've had things change, but never that specific. That's cool. Uh, that's like that happens to me. Have you ever had a, a dream that that uh, takes uh, a period of time? A you mean a different period? Like I mean, like I've had a dream that like took place over you know like a week. Oh. Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like I probably have, but I can't think of one. Yeah, I had a, I had a dream that I was like in some weird camp that like ended with like a, a riot breaking out at the camp. Uh, and I had to take like a monorail to the camp. And the end of the dream was like a week later. And I like had like a buddy that I made at camp and we were sitting on the monorail and we were taking it like taking it out of this like crate like the camp was burning down and we looked out and it was like a, like a, a canadian like lake like forest kind of thing that the monorail was riding over we looked out the window and we saw on the lake like sitting like on the water was a wolf howling at the moon and that was like the moment which i woke up and it was like a week-long dream that ended with that <laughs> like like th- it was one night but like the yeah the, the only thing span i can of think the dream of was a week when we got really into escape rooms i had a dream where we went to this escape room like retreat and for the entire week it was like figure out this escape room like there's clues everywhere <laughs> And so that definitely took place over a couple of days. I don't think I was, I don't think the dream lasted long enough that I 
finish the whole week or whatever. Yeah, that's always disappointing. Is when you're oh, in like because it was so a fun. Like, dream that's like a, a cool situation. Yeah, it was great. I was solving puzzles and stuff. Like there, I solved this puzzle and the fireplace went out and there was a stairway in the fireplace. I was like, "This is it, guys. Yeah. Let's go down here." It's so awesome. Yeah. I I used to have this dreams have, leave you hanging so much. Yeah, it's such a bummer. These are like the ultimate cock tease, man. <laughs> Blue balls to my dreams. <laughs> I used to always have uh, either sinus headaches or migraines, and so I'd always have this like pressure dream that to go along with all this pressure, and it was always, uh, you know, an intersection like of like a bunch of different lanes all going to the center. Like I don't know the you know the I haven't been there, but the Arc de Triomphe, right? That then then they're like a bunch of lanes that go to the center of the. I don't know. I think yeah, it goes around. Isn't it's, it a roundabout? Or it's a roundabout, there? yeah. Uh, but it, like, all this traffic's going to the center, and all these cars are all about to crash. And then there's this the Bugs Bunny cartoon character that is dressed up like Abe Lincoln. Okay. And like that's me, and and then all the cars wreck into me. <laughs> what? But I used to have that. That was my reoccurring dream. Wait, what? Hold on, that's crazy. So you were Bugs Bunny dressed as Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. And cars crashed into you? Like... And that's your reoccurring dream? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's and it, bizarre. And it, But it was like... You know, uh, I think I'm that means you're a serial killer. <laughs> uh. Have you guys ever talked to anyone that analyzed dreams or like looked up like dream meanings or anything like that? I've looked I, up a few, but no, other than that... The, no. the one thing I know of is the... the common reoccurring dream of your teeth popping oh yeah yeah uh just is it has to do with the fear of getting older it's the idea that your body's decomposing really yeah. i've never had that dream. i've had i've, I've, had I've that pulled dream. out my teeth so many times have I've you fucking... ever had the dream where you're looking for the perfect bathroom <laughs> and there's like see this is a common dream that i have i like really need to go to the bathroom and i go into the bathroom and it's giant but no matter where I go, someone can like see my dick, and I'm like, I don't want to pee <laughs> like, there. Like Goldilocks, see my dick. no, she can still see my dick. So, so I'm like looking around <laughs> and like trying to find like the one toilet where no one can see my dick. <laughs> just get over that, it, man. That mostly has to do with I just really have to pee, and I don't want to wake up. Um, you don't want people to see your dick in your dreams in your sleep. Well, that's what I think it has to do with. No, it's like it's a privacy just, thing. You don't want to go to the You're bathroom. just worried about when you're sleeping, people's looking at your dick. And so your body's like, like, no, you're safe. I would love for people to look at my dick when I sleep. <laughs> then at least someone would be looking at like it. Like an art exhibit. Like people Boy, walk through an art gallery and they get to like a window oh, it's where boner you're time. sleeping. Guys, it's boner time. <laughs> Ah. It's like a or like a zoo, like Wade's dick. Jake Wade's from Indiana says pretty cool. As long as I can't <laughs> as long as I can't like put bugs in my mouth, I'm fine with it. Uh so my my reoccurring dream is uh it's one of the ones where I'm watching a movie, then all of a sudden I'm in the movie. And the movie is a Friday the thirteenth movie. Oh boy. And it starts out It's weird that it's not a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah, yeah. That's I feel like it would be too too scary. Uh too on the nose. Your brain is probably like, nah. <laughs> yeah. That's hack. Yeah. <laughs> uh so 
I'm I'm watching this nightmare or Friday the 13th movie and uh and all of a sudden I'm in it and it starts off where it's like me and and like three friends and we're going to this old woman's house who has an arcade in her house. And it's like old dusty old woman's house. And, and none of this, like none of the people in the dream, none of the locations in the dream are dreams I know of. Like the houses are similar to houses I kind of grew up around, but, mm-hmm. but nothing is like, Oh, this is someone's house. So we go to this old house that has an arcade in it. And, and it's just like old, like maybe 10 old arcade machines, but there's like ski ball and we get a bunch of tickets and we're like, Oh, we got to go trade in the tickets. So we got to find the old lady, but she hasn't been here this whole time. This like weird old lady. And then we go upstairs to find her. And all of a sudden Jason pops out. Like Ah. he's killed the old lady. And with one swing, he like kills the three people I'm with. And then, so I'm running away from Jason and then he he like I get outside somehow and he grabs me and he's dragging me somewhere and then as he's dragging me like through this field it's daytime as he's dragging me through this field we pass like these like two girls that are my age and they're like hey Sam paying no mind to the fact that I'm being dragged by <laughs> Jason hockey mass Voorhees mm-hmm. and he gets distracted by these two girls who say, Hey, and I use that as my opportunity to like grab his arm and yank it. And it just comes off mm-hmm. and like zombie style, just like pops yeah. off and I run away and he kind of puts it back on and I, and I run into what is my house in the dream, not my house in real life. Right. And my sister's there. I don't have a sister in real life. Uh, and I shut the door and I'm like, whatever you do, don't answer the door. And there's all of a sudden this knock. And my sister, my sister goes like, oh, it's okay. And she starts to open the door. And I go, no. And so Jason starts to pop through. And I go, no. And I slam Jason in the door. And so then he falls down. He's laying down dead. And I step on the hockey mask. And his head, it... it it pops similar to Christopher Lloyd's head in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> where it's like a rubber mask. Uh-huh. And so I, I take it and like it's just like green juice coming out of it. This is the weirdest part. Is I, and I'm like, I wonder who's who Jason was. I wonder what his face looks like. And I take the mask off and the rubber mask is a rubber mask of Abe Vigoda. Whoa. And at this time, I didn't know who Abe Vigoda was. Really? Like it was like I figured out his name. I like kind of I was like he did bits on Conan, who's that right. actor? Yeah. And then like I think it was it wasn't until I like was watching Godfather that I was able to like look at the credits yeah. and be like Abe Vigoda was Jason. That's great. And this is a recurring dream? No, it was one that I just, oh, was just always stuck okay, with me. Right. I think I had that in eighth grade, seventh grade or eighth grade. Wow. All right, why don't we take a quick break? I got to go into the labyrinth of toilets and find one where no one can see me pee. <laughs> and then we'll be back talking to Sam Brown about dreams. You're, you're dreaming, dude. You dreaming, can pee right here. Dreaming, you're dreaming. You can pee dreaming. right now. Dreaming. 
This is a good podcast to listen to when you're about to go to sleep. <laughs> You've got questions? We've got t-shirts. It's real life sci-fi t-shirts. <laughs> Hey, I don't know if you know, but we... I mean, you should know if you listen, but we've got t-shirts. We've got them. You've, you need t-shirts, right? You, you know... I, I t-shirt, got... T-shirts, you can wear them to any... Listen, you throw a blazer on a t-shirt, you can wear it to a fancy dinner. If you had a suit on, you could have a t-shirt on underneath of your favorite thing just to prove to yourself that what you love is still on the inside. Right. And, 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 and even if you just put the blazer over it, people are going to be like, oh, this guy's hip. He doesn't care about wearing a tie. You know, a popular trend I've seen is for someone to wear a hooded sweatshirt with a t-shirt on underneath. Very popular trend. <laughs> <laughs> that trend's not going anywhere. That t-shirt Get could, in on it. could be from your favorite podcast or top eight podcast. Or, yeah, one of the podcasts that you listen to occasionally. After, after you listen after to, you your, listen to your main podcasts. <laughs> Real life sci-fi is the podcast we're talking about. Uh, now, when you go to T Public and you search real life sci-fi, you'll find our shirts for, I guess, a year. That's not how it works. Yeah, it they were really perfect. hard to find. You had to like go to Willie's Twitter, get the direct link, and then you could find them from there. It was broken. Well, but they now, fixed it. Now, right? Yeah. Just search real life sci-fi. Is there T-E-E. a T-E-E. Is there a specific way to search? Do you have to do? Do you have to? Do you have to put it in quotes? Do you have to have the dash between sci-fi? No, I I just put it no dash no spaces. Oh, just like a password. Fuck, I should look. I should check if they all work. <laughs> but that's how I did it. Yeah, just like a password. Okay, so go to tpublic.com, search for real life sci-fi, and you'll find our shirts. And they're done by artists who are friends of ours, and we get almost no money. <laughs> it's it's so little that I could make more selling you a shirt that I made it. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should abandon. Nah, we'd have to print them then. I know. My thing is like I don't. It's not about the money. I'd rather see. I'd rather run it. I want to run into our sh- one of our shirts one day on X. That's like a one in a million chance. There's no way. That's me, homie. <laughs> what? Hey, that's me. Would you? So you would be the approaching one. <laughs> you would be a fan of the guy for being be like, who a are, listener. Who are you? That's me. That's me on your shirt. <laughs> okay, so tpublic.com, T-E-E, and then public. I'm not going to spell it for you. Figure it out. Search Real Life Sci-Fi. You'll find our shirts. There's some good designs on there. Check them out. Yeah. And if you want to give us a design, you can make almost no money. Oh, do we do a, a sharing agreement with the artists? Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you want to draw us something, and and because uh, we've had people submit drawings, and I'm like, we should just put this on a t-shirt. Yeah, and so the people that have made shirts for us, they make their own money. I don't think we make any money off of theirs. Uh, the, the the artists? Yeah, maybe we do a little bit, but not Oh, not but that a, means we make notice. like no money at all. I know. Okay, well, maybe not that deal, but if you want a t-shirt with a self-drawn logo on it, we can make that happen. Yeah. Draw yourself and write real-life sci-fi on it. Now this commercial like five minutes on. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. We're talking dreams with Sam Brown. Willie, take it away. Um, okay, I want to ask you guys some questions about things that... Uh, like, for example, have you ever seen someone in a dream that you'd never met before 
and then saw them later. Like it was a real, basically that your mind didn't make up the face from somebody you'd seen before. Listen, I've met people in real life that I don't remember the next time I meet them. So <laughs> there is not a possibility that I would have somebody in a dream and then meet them in real life. Um, I think closest thing to that would be the Abe Vigoda thing where I didn't know Abe Vigoda by name. Like I barely, there was no significance of Abe Vigoda to me until... I had a dream about him, and then I was like, I felt connected to him. So you guys, you guys don't believe in ghosts, but have you ever had a dream where you communicated with someone who was had passed on? Yes. And when when that happened, did you? How real do you think that was? I think it was my mind getting closure. Like nothing real at all it was just, yeah. Like no. I think it, I think it was my mind, like because it it felt like uh, like closure of that, not like closure, but like yeah. There, it was like my mind saying goodbye in a way that uh, yeah. But then a butterfly landed on your shoulder the next day. How do you explain that, <laughs> Grandpa? Well, I was wearing. That shirt that attracts butterflies. <laughs> that had butterfly juice that on it. That weird worm shirt that you always wear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, a shirt made of worms. <laughs> uh, do you think anyone's ever made that? That'd be gross. Yeah. A shirt yeah. made of worms. I've never communicated with any dead people. I've had dreams where dead people were still alive, but not in a well, significant yeah. way. I've had a, I've had a few where Wait, I felt like I. What do you mean by that? Wait. Like I was hanging out with my grandma, and it was like normal, and she wasn't dead in my dream. Oh, okay, okay. And then but, I woke wait, up. Like, yeah, you I didn't, like, you oh, didn't feel like that was dead. a communication. <laughs> I couldn't have been hanging out with her. She's dead. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know if in my dream I I realized that the person I was talking to was someone who'd passed on. I think in my dream I was like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time, and it's really good to see you. Uh-huh. Because I, of course, have had at least four dreams where I felt like I was communicating with someone that had passed on. That like that like it wasn't my mind wasn't a dream. It was like, oh no, that felt real. I felt their presence. Were they dead already? Yeah. Okay. But I've never experienced that in real life, and I could and I could also see how yeah, that's just how powerful a dream can be. I. Those experiences that I experiences that I've had, I felt like could go both ways, and I couldn't say nope. That definitely was a dream. I've had dreams. See, this is why I know that dreams are bullshit. Because <laughs> I've had dreams, dreams are bullshit. Like I, I like that. It's just like a stance. Like that should be a T-shirt. Dreams are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they are bullshit. But like how? Like well, let me explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a dream where like it was like my dad going like. Hey, I wish we could have talked more. Uh, uh, goodbye. And then I woke up and I was like, fuck, my dad is dead. Holy shit, my dad's dead. That was it. He's communicating with me. Yeah. And then he's not. He's fine. <laughs> so it's like dreams are total bullshit. Yeah. And well, I agree with that statement. I've always said dreams are bullshit. But, it, but I think my perspective now is, oh, we just don't, we don't know 
how to actually see in them or whatever. Wade, what if your real dad's dead? <laughs> um, and you're adopted. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. N- not this fake dad. Well, then uh, maybe dreams aren't bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> also a good t-shirt what? Uh, <laughs> it says it on the back dreams are bullshit <laughs> maybe they're not bullshit uh, um, yeah I mean I mean you guys have heard though of people okay here's, an, here's another specific thing because uh, people have had dreams where someone has died and they go to check and they're dead like, yeah. like that actually like did like what I was just describing yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. only real like when you hear someone that happened to someone what do you think about that just random do you think there was some kind of message you think they knew i think that that i I mean it's so hard it is so hard to remember a dream they like as soon as you're you can have the most uh the most intense dream and then as soon as someone goes like hey man what do you do you want some eggs you go like oh yeah (laughs) and you completely forget it that like I think that like a lot of times people have these dreams and it's like some strange dream they're like oh that's weird and then they hear some news and then they go like oh that was my dream and it's like so easy for you to like repaint the memory of their dream and there's no evidence against it there's like no way you can prove that wasn't what you yeah I I, I agree with that but I'm saying specifically though that like those are two different examples because you're you're doing like a retroactive sort of like oh that was my dream and Willie's saying like oh man my dad died and then he wakes up and his dad's dead but right? but they but then they they go call someone and find out that it happened instead of right. like somehow getting a clue beforehand yeah I think I think like most times I I, I bet that happens a lot I bet that's a rare thing well there's been a few times where I thought that I was psychic or whatever and then I realized that like. I was just hitting snooze. And so, like, I would hear, like, a news story come on my radio, and I would hit snooze. And then later in the day, I would hear it and be like, what? I knew that happened. Ah, <laughs> snooze fucked everybody. Do you know what's weird? Your internal clock. Like, have you ever, like, had, like, do you ever have, like, a really good internal clock where it's, like, uh, you just kind of think, like, all right. I'm going to wake up at like 8.30. I need to wake up at 8.30. And you like are sleeping. You wake up. You look at the clock and, and it's, it's 8.20. 11.45 and I've missed <laughs> all of my appointments. <laughs> no, I've never trusted my internal clock to do that. I'm way too paranoid. Well, not I that, can, that, I can that do I've it. trusted it. But, you know, now talking about it, you know what I think it is? Is that like... You'll you'll be paranoid about like missing something or, or making something or waking oh, up at a Oh, the worst certain sleep time. I get is and when I have like an early meeting. I'll wake up like every three hours, and you'll check the 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 yeah. And I think so. I think like that. Like oh, weird. My internal clock is basically like you'll wake up ten times, mm-hmm. and you don't remember all of them. You don't remember any of them. You only remember the time that you actually woke up, that you like looked at the clock and were like, oh, I've got to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, this one time, I had this dream about uh, the janitor at my school. Nicer, were you guys friends or enemies or not? No, he was or? like a weird guy, but he died. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, it was it was kind of fucked up because he was like, they found out he was like kind of like a like a child molester kind of guy. Well, this is so cliche. And I woke up and you I would grew have up these in dreams. A bad Clint Eastwood movie. I had these dreams where he he died. The parents in the town killed him, and he was in my dreams with a striped sweater. A burnt face and okay. knife hand. Right. <laughs> wow. I got you fuckers. Got all you fuckers yeah, at home I mean, listening. I You're all the audience. Dude, quit fucking with Jared, man. Dude, he, people were my like, friend Jared, shit. He just started listening. He doesn't know anything. I thought you were doing shit, Mystic Freddy River. Krueger's real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie about dreams, Mystic River. <laughs> It's not about dreams, it's about some pedophile or something, I thought. Yeah. What about, because I, I, I've talked to someone who, um, he used to have this recurring dream when he was a kid. Or, he could remember this dream, right? And and it was uh, it was very specific. And uh, he didn't know what these instruments were, but he was like in a room filled with instruments. And then as an adult, all of a sudden, he's in this exact room that he dreamed about with all these instruments, and he's like, "This is what the dentist is." <laughs> no, they were they were musical instruments, and he was like working at a college or think and and whatever. That his dream that he remembered from growing up, like it was a specific moment of the future for him, and it was like, "This is the room." I didn't know what these things were, but this is the it's a dream. Tamarine. What is this? <laughs> yeah, and so so I've had I, moments like that where I've where I've had deja vu where it's been like I feel like I've dreamt this before. Uh, but also again, I like a lot of this stuff I attribute to like, um, like vague sensations that you kind of retroactively make into like your current experiences yeah because like once it's like a current experience it like like i I imagine like a dream like if you if you told me like to like uh you know like paint a picture of uh of an image i saw in a dream there'd be certain things that i was like i know this is there but then there'd be so much that i'd just be like kind of guessing was in between that kind of has to go to the, with that theory of like that uh, dreams are still images and then we put motion into it is like, you know, you're like one place then you know, you're another place and your brain goes like, well, how did I get from there to there? Yeah. Oh, the most logical thing happened and there's no rules to this. So sometimes that like logical thing is this like crazy dream thing like. I know I was looking at Abe, at Jason one second, and then Abe Vigoda's face the next second. Well, what happened between? D- Jason's face was an Abe Vigoda mask. Sounds, Maybe, but, crazy, but I've definitely had dreams where people change into other people, and I don't, I don't place it. It doesn't, it doesn't change. I just go like, oh, and then Willie turned into my mom, what? and then uh, yeah, and what I'm saying is like, I think like, like. And again, I think this is a disproven thing, but I, but I think the thing that's neat about it is the idea that like, you'd be like, you'd have a moment 
I guarantee your... you there is no way that dreams are still images. Freud uh, is I, a Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, that no, way too. But, but, but what I'm saying is is that like like what what it is is like you have one moment that it's like imagine it's like a flip book and no, I get it. It's a I picture just, of you and Willie, yeah. and then the next picture is the picture of you and your mom, and you're like, oh, well, how did I get here? Well, Willie turned into my mom. Eh. And it's your brain nah. that retroactively fills in those frames. No. So it's because that's how that's that's how we see that's how video works. It's our brain up, fills in up. those frames. Yeah. Right not right about this. This isn't right. What about people um, changing dreams? It's confusing and weird. What about? Uh, do you think? Okay, so- I, I think that 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 only like plays into that though. I think if you if you if you see two different people and no one's left the room, you're like, oh, that person changed into that person. That's all I'm saying. Like, no, I understand what you're saying. I just don't agree with it. What, what about? Yeah, um, what about? Do you think it'd be possible to connect to someone else while they're dreaming? Uh, like, like two dreams intersecting. Dreams? Yeah, yeah. Fuck no. No, yeah. Man, you guys are both wrong, I hope. Well, we're both zeros. You're, you're asking <laughs> the wrong question. No, for no, a couple I, of I, zeros. I know, I know. I mean, the whole point of this to me is to, just is to basically think... set up my hypothesis, which. Well, say your hypothesis. Which is, you know, th- okay, so I, I think that, because like, to preface this, uh, when you talk about dream, you mentioned earlier, Sam, that like a physical reality versus a dream reality, you know, I, I, I think that we are fooled by what a physical reality is and that there is actually no such thing as that. And that everything that exists and we can feel, we have physical sensations in a non-physical world. So our perceptions define this physical reality that is, is not that we, we, from the smallest of small to the biggest of big uh, uh, atoms to black holes to suns, we we can't actually perceive that stuff because we have physical tools to pursue perceive that stuff with. So 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 my proposition is, I guess that's the right word, is that we live in what we think is a physical world and our dreams are non-physical sure through time we've put on physical properties into those dreams because we've been told none of this is real and this is just all your existence and so but actually the dream world the dream state is closer to the nature of reality and so we're supposed to dream the non-physical stuff and then take that into the physical realm because the physical realm is the dream realm. Like, the, so when we're dreaming, our, we're awake, and we're awake, we're dreaming. Yeah, to take away the perceptions. But that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we also, like, yeah, really, I mean, that's just dumb. <laughs> I mean, the only reason you're thinking that is because you think all of this stuff all the time. But there's no real reason for you to think that. You know what it's like to be dreaming, and it's cloudy and weird. You don't really have a grasp on anything, you know? Like, you wake up, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I don't know, something, something. And then your friend, who's great, says, do you want some eggs? And then you forget it all. But we've been trained, we, we've, 
actually <laughs> accidentally trained ourselves to not care about anything, not to pay attention to anything, and not to. Not yeah, but why would you put why would you put any importance on dreams? Like, well, what, well, well, the, well, well. I mean, my thing I, is this: I don't think dreams are important, but I think the dream world is a place that we're supposed to be having perceptions in that we've kind of been like, ah, dreams aren't real. I'm not in charge of this stuff. I can't see anything. Where actually, we're actually supposed to be exploring the universe through dreams and then trying to get there in the real world, kind of thing. What I think is is that. Um, is that we we don't dream when we're in deep sleep. Uh, we do the the dream the REM cycle the REM cycle uh, comes as you go into a deep sleep, and I think the whereas the REM circle started off bad, got or cycle got kind of good and now is bad again. Uh, <laughs> kind of stand in the kind of went down on what's the frequency, Kenneth? A monster. Uh, there's a, there's still some good stuff. In you that know what period. that quote is, right? You guys know what that quote is? What? What's the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah, it's uh, it's so uh, fucking funny. The guy that like he punched uh, punched Tom Brokaw. Yeah, right. That's what he said. said what's what's the frequency, <laughs> Kenneth? Uh, punched him. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, here's what I think. I think. I didn't even get to say what I thought. Oh, because we got interrupted by the REM cycle. So I think like like uh, uh, dreams uh, get us into the, the the deep sleep, and I but I think the importance of dreams is that like like as we're headed into the a deep sleep, our mind wanders, and uh, it just kind of does its own thing, and it's it's easy thoughts to forget because we have so many of them because every night we have them and we have multiples and and uh the are the stuff from that that we hold on to has importance about what is going on within our our minds in its waking life i dig that but like yeah yeah like like a stressed out animal like trying to de-stress itself yeah yeah we're we're stressed out we're trying to de-stress ourselves and then like the the thing that we can learn from our dreams is just basically like wait why is this thing why is this the thing that you keep remembering from that de-stress period yeah and what's important about that and that's how psychology works no that's wrong dreams. too you guys are both wrong <laughs> okay <laughs> you're both putting too much importance on it there's no point to dreams. Dreams is just you you lived your life and now your brain is like reorganizing all of the stuff and it's like through that process it's like showing you weird things and going like well also what you said about like oh it's just trying to relax you're yeah. getting you into a, a state of like oh you you're going to sleep more. Um so I'm not wrong. Well, you're saying you should take stuff away from it. I'm saying it's all meaningless. It's garbage. It's no. like it's defragmenting the hard drive. I, I no, I agree. What I'm saying that the the takeaway is is some of that stuff in the defragging sticks with us as we go away from the dreams where it's like ideally that stuff all floats away. Ideally that stuff is like but it's it's similar to like if we had a traumatic experience, if we like uh say you 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 blocked something out of your mind. Uh and you're going throughout your life and you see something that is similar to that. Like, uh, uh, um, you, you know, say you, you uh, and no offense to anyone that that's 
gotten molested but uh say you got molested and while you you were molested there was a certain song playing and then like in your waking life you hear that song and all of a sudden you're like this song makes me feel weird you can you can look at that and be like well why does this make me feel weird and and hopefully unlock that memory in a similar way you can like since dreams are this kind of defragging stage of your mind where you're just like throwing stuff together from your day and throwing your mind is just bouncing around if something sticks with you from that there might be some reason why it sticks with you that can give you a clue in what's going on in your thought process my my argument to that is when it comes to any traumatic experience that gets blocked out from your mind. That was obviously an extreme example. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think it has yeah. to be and I, I that definitely, extreme. I definitely, I definitely agree how extreme that is. But I'm like, I've never heard of... Because to me, everybody dreams almost every night, whether you remember or not. And nobody is less stressed out. I know that we should... We're not supposed to live the way that we're living. We have way too much stress. But also... Speak like, for yourself, buddy. <laughs> the, I'm the, laid back. The, Every day is cool with Wade. <laughs> if if you can block something out of your mind, I would feel like if dreams were supposed to be that stress release, that like dreams would handle it instead of like a mind blockage. I know that that's a, an, an, an extreme case and most people shouldn't experience such an extreme trauma that they block it out. But I feel yeah. like dreams would work harder at dissipating no, that. And I mean, I think that's the thing is I think they do. And I think like when, when your dreams are like working overtime on something, that's like when it's like, Oh, like this thing is, is sticking with me. And that's why people have like, like, um, will have stress dreams. Well, like, I feel like often in the first month of a new job, I will have a dream that I'm still at that job. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that the the it's it's doesn't say anything that 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 occurred to me in my dreams. It says something that that's what I took away from my dreams. Yeah, and I mean the the last big dream that we haven't talked about are people that have been inspired by let's say they're working on some fucking hard thing that they can't crack the code on, and then the dream gives them the answer. Like, you know, like Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks, uh, <laughs> Einstein, had a, yeah. uh, <laughs> Einstein had the dream that led him to dis, d- d- general relativity. He dreamed that he was on a mode of light. Uh, uh, you know, Tesla's had some amazing dreams that like led to discoveries. And it's like they were things that they were working on. So the dream answered, answered the call. It was like the, Paul McCartney named the Beatles. <laughs> Why are you joking? Because Paul McCartney wrote yesterday in a dream. I think he also named the Beatles from a dream. Yeah, like he woke up, he he dreamed yesterday, and then he woke up and he was like, "Damn, that's got to be a song." Like, where have I heard that before? And he like looked around and like couldn't find any of it, and he was like, "Oh, well, I guess I wrote that." I mean, that does. I mean, that's exact the. Well, I let me, was talking let about me, writing a sketch earlier. Not that that sketch is yet the yesterday of sketch comedy. Maybe it is. Depends uh, on how you pull it off. You yeah, got to make it. But if like, you could get Bobby Moynihan in there. Ooh, ooh, baby. Yeah. I, I, I really do think though, like that, like I got nothing against him. He just has the funniest name. <laughs> 
it, it is this this kind of like uh, uh, smorgasbord of like information and thoughts we've had throughout well, can the I day. Can I address Willie's point? A lot of times when you're working on something, you have to step away from it. If it didn't come to him in a dream, it would have come to him when he was like eating a bagel. I, I, and I agree, but it's weird that the dream, the dream state, your brain is working just as much to where you can create... You can solve. I mean, I can't I know tell it's you rare. how many times I've rare. been like working on a script or something like that, and then the answer will come to me when I'm sleeping or when I'm just about to go to sleep. Yeah, and that's I, just because you're not thinking about it anymore, yeah. and your brain is still like in the background, going like, "Ah, this is bothering me. I want to figure it out." I used to. Uh, I don't smoke pot anymore, but I used to smoke a lot of pot, and that was usually kind of a writer thing that I would do: is like not smoke pot. Uh, while I was writing, but smoke pot like after a long day of writing. And a lot of times I would be like at such like a step back state from the thing I was like looking at so closely that I would like realize some place I could bring that to or realize some truth about the, the core of what I was writing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's like the, that's as, you know, like I think creativity is really problem solving, and I think you can, you you can solve that problem at any point. You can take that thing and uh, find that truth from that 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 answer at any point throughout your day. It's and really, it is that. Like I. I Willie's take my sketch class right now. One of the things I say in my sketch right. class is that uh, uh, that people have good ideas all the time. Like everyone has good ideas all the time, but it's about applying the good idea. It's about like like recognizing that good idea. And it, it I don't think it's exclusive to the waking life. I think you can have a good idea in your sleep and realize the truth about something from just some random thought that you had. That's why I yeah. think that dreams I are that just that. They're just our brain working through stuff. I'm just still like arguing against Willie's theory that like Dreams are a whole nother world, a whole nother well, plane of existence. My, I mean, I my, think that'd be a fun movie. To, ta- to take it to I feel another, like it's already been a movie. To isn't a, a, isn't a, a what's the Tom Cruise where he gets his face cut off? Oh hey, yeah, tomorrow. No, um, uh, uh, Vanilla Sky. Like yeah, Vanilla oh, I didn't Sky. See Inception. That. Well, Inception, but like Vanilla Sky is more. Isn't Vanilla Sky about dreams or something? I think he's in. He's like in. Some like weird, like rich guy, like dream coma, like right, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'll watch it now. You can watch it. I mean, I mean, we just ruined it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a remake of a French thing, I think. Uh, no, it's a Spanish thing, I think. Well, to further go down my uh, bullshit, Abre los ojos, Abre los ojos. Uh, we all dream, that's what that means. I if think you don't you speak Spanish, open your eyes, we all dream. Means we all dream. Uh, Como se dice we all dream? Habla los osos. <laughs> I don't. I think that's what that calls it. I don't think Spanish that we were supposed to sleep the live and sleep the way that we do, where we're up as long as we can, sleep for eight, you know, eight hours straight, 
Uh, and so I think that our so Thomas whoa. Jefferson didn't Thomas Jefferson do a weird was it him someone someone it was like Earth Da Vinci they would sleep would sleep like two hours it's the cat like, hours yeah yeah like like the way that our sleep cycle is it's like wow you know well you yeah. know what I heard this is interesting actually there used to be a uh, I'm gonna fucking ruin this but there used to be a time you know how sometimes you'll just wake up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep it's like three in the morning yeah yeah that used to be a thing that like all of like the tribe would do you would wake up in the middle of the night and you would just get up and you would go like socialize and stuff like that there was just like this like one or two hour time period where everyone would just be awake and then you would go back to sleep after that um so it is like a thing i wish i knew more about it because i'm I'm like butchering whatever the science is, but like we lost it through modern society and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, the eight-hour workday killed our night. Uh, come on, don't blame everything on capitalism. It's more. It's. I think it has more to do with like lights being on. And well, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you take like, like farming. You picture like Alaska when like at times when the sun doesn't go away, it's like you know they can sleep whenever they want, but. You know the world. The world based the the a lot of the world has waking out hours of business. You know, um, but uh, um, but but so here, here's my 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 thing is uh, uh, I think that we were because you get more rest. Your your brain waves actually are are in a more rest resting state when you meditate. I like what if you we were supposed to be meditating, not sleeping as much, maybe being on more of a cat schedule. But like so now that we have this weird thing where it's like, no, sleep's supposed to happen here. So we have this weird uh, sleep cycle where sure REM sleep only happens so much, but that's because we're trying to sleep when we actually shouldn't be sleeping because that's not how our bodies work or whatever. And so if if we were supposed to go like three hours here or there, what if we had the cat schedule actually had more more REM sleep because of this weird new cycle that we were on and then meditation also supported more rest so we didn't need to sleep as much I'm just saying if we did that our sleep cycle would be different our dream cycle would be different everything would be different in such a way that that like maybe would support me more into connected to the universe by our dream state is actually the state of the universe because, you know, the space between atoms, all this stuff, they're actually, I always get into definition arguments, but there actually is not a physical world. The physical world is us using our physical senses to perceive a physical world, a bat like spitting out these noises, trying to locate uh, its surroundings and the animals that it's eating. That's not a physical world. So you, wait, you're saying you don't believe in matter? Hang on. How can a bat... Yeah, with that, like how... If the the bat is using sonar, it's bouncing off of physical things. That's how it knows where the stalactites are. And that's uh, why it knows to not fly into them. Uh, yes to both of you, no to both of you. Um this is like not believing in black holes. Like till recently, there was no like photographic evidence of a black hole. Just like we kind of like knew that like uh, 
because of like radio waves shoot out like I don't know it's I, b- no, above my pay grade no, but, 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 but like, in the same vein the they, theoretical that there are black holes there yeah but the, Willie explain yourself the, the, like the, and also the, this table is here see yeah. this is okay but listen uh, yeah. I've been doing this for four years yeah this is not actually here. It's 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 string theory suggests that like you you would be able to put your finger through it if you understood string. No theory no no, that's not understanding different. It's <laughs> it, it's just the, it's just the point of like if you if you took this one cell, this one tiny atom on, in the knuckle of yourself, there's there's more space within the atom than there is the actual matter. And so, the, so because there's more space than matter, you know, the question has always been, oh, am I actually touching this? Because the, the, wait, the electrons... atoms are, touching atoms? But but the electrons repel themselves so much that the electrons can't actually touch other electrons. And so you're, you're bouncing off forces that aren't... You're not actually physically perceiving a touch. It is a, re, a repellion... That's not a word... Uh, repulsion from electron to electron, and so that stops you from going through it. And so we, pre- there are there are signals being sent to your brain, being like, you, "There's something there. There's something there." But that's a signal. That's an electronic signal, an, ele- an electrical signal. But you're actually not touching it because your electrons are bouncing off the electrons. And if you were to zoom in on this, I'm not actually touching this. There's space but, in but- between this. And so, and so, our our whole world is. But what based, are you saying is there? Um, if it's not like other atoms, because we, because it's not just that you perceive that there; it's that I perceive that there, and Wade perceives that there. It's like a, a shared. Well, it's a, it's it's like it's like zooming into a pixel, you know, like like oh, there's an outline, and then you zoom in. There's a straight line surrounding you, and then you zoom in, and nothing's straight because it's just everything is jarbled, even down to the skin cell that's, like, not straight either, you know? But then so, you zoom in even more, and the pixel is straight. The pixel's a square. Well, that... that I think he's got you. Well, well but, but, it's, but that's not straight either, you know? Because, like... But this is... Uh impossible to talk about. Well, I, yeah. It, because, like, here's the thing. Like, this is me knocking on wood. And this is me knocking on glass. It's a different sound. And so, how are there nothing... How is there nothing there? Or, like, how is the sound of these electrons varying if if they're just... If my electrons are just bouncing off of... Or atoms, I'm sorry. If my atoms are just bouncing off of those atoms, why is the sound different? Uh, it's just all different densities. So, so, like, but there's atoms there. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The atoms are there. But, but I, what the I'm saying is, make up the matter. We we perceive a a physical state, and and when I say that, I mean that like, I know that this is a lame description of like being able to touch it and not touch it. But what I'm saying though is that that if you zoomed in all the way. I, I, I'm not touching that, right? And so my, my knuckle is on this piece of wood. If you took a microscope, you might see that there's space in there because uh, 
you know, only a couple skin cells are touching. And then if you could zoom in even further, it's like, no, these electrons are actually just zooming around these atoms, right? And so uh, 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 they're not actually intersecting or touching either. And so most most of the universe is this not touching itself state. It's, it, it, there's, there's more there's more space than matter. I'm not I'm not saying matter isn't real. I'm saying our physical description of matter isn't accurate, and so our description of the universe is not accurate. We've come up with okay. Here's the here's the funny here's a funny argument that I that I keep thinking of. Everybody says science is based on uh, uh, facts. I mean I mean they don't they don't say that. I'm I, I'm trying to think of the quote I was trying to think of, but my my argument was. If science, if all of science has to be proved and it has to be, uh, you know, uh, tested and 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 all this stuff, why then do we believe in in dark matter? Because dark matter is a product of us saying, I don't know how it's missing. There must be something there. So so this is a faith, a faith based description of a science that is not faith based. It's like this dark matter must be there because no, there, there actually is like a. I forget what the exact quote was but that there's this quote i heard where it is about how the difference between uh eastern and western philosophy that like western philosophy is a science-based philosophy and it's not actually uh uh it, it isn't based on truth it's 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 a series of of uh of theories, theories that are tested uh, uh, and retested so much that you can always but, test but gravity. Like, like there is stuff to be like, you know, like 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 ultimately this stuff is theoretical. But like if you think about philosophy, philosophy is factual because it's about experience, and like that is the the one true thing we can like. That is the truth. It's like philosophy because you know your your experience is your experience. And you your can't. perspective is true to you. Yeah, and that that's something I forget what the the quote was. It was something along yeah. those lines um, about how uh, an Eastern philosophical uh, outlook is more factual based than a, a Western scientific. Well, he, here's a question that I have that is off topic, on topic. Maybe it's closer to dreams. But like, have you guys like contemplated like flying through a black hole? All the different definitions that you've heard of what a, de- a black hole might be like. Have you ever thought about your physical experience through? I don't think about black holes. I don't study black holes. <laughs> <laughs> I have never once thought about flying through a black hole. Um, I mean, yeah, sort of, you know, like. Because I, I ask this because the perception of it is the description of it, but most people describe it from perceiving somebody watching somebody go through it instead of actually going through it. So the the, the argument to me has always been like, well, you, you know, your head is going to be a million miles away from you because your ass is still going to be spinning like it like 
a, a black hole breaks you up by the atoms. Most right? people are worried about paying rent, man. They're not thinking about <laughs> fucking black holes. What the fuck? What crowd are you running I, in? Well, I don't have a crowd, and I'm like, I'm like the idiot version <laughs> of these of the, uh, of these scientists that actually took school, you know, that went through all the classes. And I'm like trying to come up with the shit from home, like looking on the internet. Okay, but but one one idea is that like if you were to go through a black hole, you know, one atom to the next, you'd be spread so far apart from yourself. It's so dense. It's so tight. It's so once you go past the uh, the what what's that point called? They, they named a couple the event horizon. Once you go past the event horizon, you can't come back out of the black hole. And so, if you were going through one. The, the the spin is so tight and so strong and so dense and there's so much energy that you would be wrapped around yourself a few times. And so the perception of your experience through it is hard to comprehend because your physical body is going to be a million miles from itself as it's spinning through and getting tighter and getting tighter. And so a lot of people say that like, well, you're going to get ripped apart and you're not going to be able to experience going through that. But that's a weird perception thing because let's say you went through that black hole and even though you were separated from your atoms, you actually were held together. That was just somebody's perception of you, but you're, you could actually go through it. Right. Cause a lot of times, a lot of people didn't know about the ejection theory of like, well, actually there's a lot of shit being shot out from the, you know, everything's getting sucked in. Nothing can escape. But there's so much getting sucked in and then then there's so much mass getting ejected through that like that's some people think black holes are wormholes because they shoot out so much energy that they send you to another black hole kind of thing. I don't know. I'm sorry to go off on so much. But my thing is that the whole idea of this is that the perception of you going through it is is like explaining a dream because we'll never get it right. But like if you were to actually go through it uh, and you did make it, it could be just like string theory says that there's 16, 11, 11 dimensions around us. Right. So we can't perceive anything past three or four. And so going through a black hole, you have to use all of these other dimensions that we're not aware of. And so it just looks like you're getting stretched out, but you actually just walk right through it. I'm not saying that's how it would be. I'm saying that like our perception of the universe is based on our descriptions based on a physical world that is not actually accurate. Sure, we could argue all day that science is right, but I'm like, our, if you look at pictures of the universe, and I, I, I don't know, I don't mean to go off on everything, but like I'm saying that like we're wrong about the universe. Yeah, I mean, when, when we take other animals, like picture... Uh, Willie, what are you talking about? I feel like I'm in the black hole oh, of I'm sorry. podcast topics. <laughs> you are, you are. I'm sorry. Uh, I the, feel like I've been spun around so many times. I thought we were talking about dreams. Now you're talking about the right. galaxy. I'm going to try and fly now because I'm pretty sure this is a dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I feel a little cloudy and hazy. Uh, so just focus on the focus on the smallest detail and, and realize that we're in a dream right now. And then we can all fly away. Try and read a clock. Well, 
it, it always I feel like I'm always just saying the same argument, which is like we Well you snowball a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But that let me see if I if I have a close up out note in this realm of of like sure uh I'm just saying that our existence, whether you believe in a soul or not, whether you believe in aliens or not, the the bigger universe, uh, 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 you know, brain brains running into each other, um, however big you think the universe is, if you think the I think the universe is evolving and it's actually an, an alive entity, and that there's life everywhere in space, um, and so my perception of all that is we can never quantify how it. The, our actual perceptions of the universe because we're seeing it through our eyes instead of the universe's eyes. And so to me, dreams fall in the realm of we've quantified something that is not quantifiable. Well, dreams are nothing. Uh, you, you just, you know, animals do this. Do you see dog doing REM sleep? There's a reason for it. And I'm saying no matter how smart we get, We'll never describe why we dream. We'll never describe uh, exactly what, why our perceptions are different, different in these realms. And so, I just quant, you know, have the quandary of, I think we're wrong about everything, and the and and that we'll never be right about everything. But I think our perceptions of where we are in the universe have determined what our dreams are and 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 we need to break both of those open here here's the thing uh like i i don't believe in ghosts and part of the reason i don't believe in ghosts is because like every time i see someone who's like i'm a ghost specialist they're like Someone who they're they're essentially hobbyists. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, do you know what I mean by that? Like like any of those ghost hunter shows, it's someone who's like, I've been studying this on the internet for ten years and I bought all these cameras and they're supposed to do these things. But like there are people who study dreams. There are sleep studies all the time. Like dreams are like there is a science to it and there are people who like like this, this isn't like, like there are people who like, we could talk to someone who has a really great theory or like a, a really great grasp on what exactly a dream is. And, and no, we do know more and more about dreams as time goes on. And there's people that are like, uh, studying the effects on that on us and to to say that like uh i think it's a it's a jump to say that people go oh dreams are nothing because there's people doing sleep studies all the time yeah i listen i agree with you saying that but i feel like our perceptions of what dreams are can control us not perceiving it properly i don't know I don't know that. I mean, I think we, I mean, we should do some more research if if we're going to say that, you know, <laughs> uh, because like like this, I have a thing on my wrist that is is you know new as in 
like five years or so that tells me when I'm in certain stages of sleep and certain when my brain is doing certain things, it tells me that. And, uh, that's, that wasn't around five years ago, as I was saying, like, like, like we are making breakthroughs in, in, uh, our understanding of what our bodies are doing. And I think there is like, there is a grasp. I don't think anyone's like this thing isn't real. Have you ever meditated with that thing on? Uh, no, I'd be in, I, I'm going to get one now just so I can meditate and see if I can play with it and sleep, fuck bet, up my sleep schedule. I mean, I bet your, your heart rate would, would drop, you know, uh, yeah. It actually does have a, a meditation guide thing. Yeah. It tells you, like, how to breathe. Well, you ever heard that phrase, think globally, act locally? Yeah. I feel like all you're doing is thinking globally and not acting locally. I think, like, you get so caught up in that you think everyone is wrong about everything that that means nothing matters on the local level we're talking about dreams yeah, yeah you immediately get to black holes and like fucking string theory i would say uh, that your happiness is dictated <laughs> by i here's the thing nobody thinks about these things that you're talking about Nobody thinks. I mean, maybe some people do. You're the only one I know who can go from dreams to. You guys got a lot of listeners. <laughs> yeah, they're interested in aliens. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking. Hey, about, if there's any uh, listeners out guy. there who agree with Willie right now, uh, give us a five star review. It's all. It's uh, all. <laughs> I talked to one guy about dreams. I talked to him on the phone. Oh, whatever. Anyway. But the thing is, you won't believe in dreams because you won't be, or or you don't you you won't you won't accept an answer on dreams because you won't accept answers on bigger things that you think have to do with dreams when it could be as simple as it's just our brain processing stuff. Like not everything has to be as complicated as you're making it. Like I like I said that you snowballed, right? You always snowball. Like you think that fucking hollow earth is because of fucking aliens is because of secret societies is because of government corruption is because you know what i mean so yeah, it's yeah. like no i know what i mean so it's always a hundred million things but it's weird it's weird to hear you say that because i'm like is like this is fucking weird like i know that i'm stupid and i know that i'm right i know that i'm right but, but I know, not, but I know that I'm but stupid. But the thing is, it's impossible for you for you to be wrong because because you have nothing. All you're doing is questioning everything. You can't be wrong because all you're saying is everything else is wrong. Well, well, well. I, but but specifically, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Well, I guess I am saying that everything else is wrong. But I'm saying that like I, I'm only saying that to 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 be like. Hey, we should still question everything. The, the definitions that we have aren't a hundred percent. I'm not saying that like, I'm not trying to say that like, everyone's a fucking idiot before me. That's not. That's not how I know it may come across. But you're like way. Fight Club. You're like, one thing is wrong, 
Therefore, everything is wrong. And, and I agree. I hate to be that way, but I, but I also like, like let's. I think that we should all do a little bit of black hole research so that we can have the conversation because I feel like that's interesting. Who gives a fuck about black holes? <laughs> when are any of us going to interact with a black hole? That means nothing to ninety nine point nine percent of the population. But I think it means a lot to what the universe is who cares about the universe like how does worrying about the universe help you in your day-to-day life i think that my day-to-day life a phone call right now no i'm i'm reading i I, that's coming from like your. oh sorry sorry you're looking at your phone and i'm hearing it i'm sorry uh no no i'm I'm reading the wikipedia on dreams and it's like oh read it read it uh a dream is a succession of images uh, I'm right. Uh, <laughs> ideas, emotions, and sensations that usually occur involuntary, involuntarily in the mind during certain stages of sleep. The content and purpose of dreams are not fully understood. Uh, All I'm saying Although is, they have been the topic of scientific, philosoph- philosophical, yeah, yeah, and religious interest throughout recorded <laughs> we covered history. All this. Dream interpretation is the attempt of drawing meaning from dreams and searching for an underlying message. The scientific study of dreams is called uh, one neurology, onerology. Um, and then it goes on. Yeah. I just think we're beyond dreams at this point. I think you're too worried in the macro. It doesn't help you in the micro. It's fun to think about all that stuff. And maybe it doesn't affect your daily life. But, like, I'm not worried that people aren't worried about black holes. Are are you worried about me explaining dreams to Moose? (laughs) I mean, that's a fucking... (laughs) Hey, come here, boy. Come here, boy. Your kid? I can't. I can't tell you how to raise your kid. I don't know what the fuck to say to that. I mean, I'm just laughing. I that like. I think that you're like, gonna have a Michael P. Keaton. <laughs> uh, he's gonna go to or Alex way. P. Keaton. <laughs> yeah, Alex, yeah, Alex. Yeah. Alex P. Keaton, where he's just gonna be like, he's gonna be. Dad, no dreams are like a thing. <laughs> no, onerology. It's like a study. <laughs> come, here, come here. Like, go to kindergarten. <laughs> so did we did you wrap it did you wrap up? Was any of that your wrap up? Or well, you- yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean I mean I mean my that that what yeah, I did. I don't need to go through it again. I mean, you know, yeah, I felt I feel comfortable about what I tried to sum up. I think dreams are fun. It's fun living in that world for a little bit. I don't think they mean anything. Uh they can be great. They can also be misleading. You're t- just because your teeth are falling out doesn't mean that your teeth are falling out. Oh, wait. So quick side question. Have you guys ever had sex dreams where... Listen, I've had nightmares my whole life. I've had dreams that are embarrassing. I've had the worst dreams in my life that, like, fucking freak me out. And, it, uh, you know, I'm an anxious person. I have a lot of anxiety. But uh, I've never had a dream where I, like, had sex and came... Whoa, woke up, okay. A, a nighttime emission? Yeah, I've never had that. Never had that, no. You've never I've, had, I've had sex dreams, but I've never to completion. Yeah, me neither. But I then the again, only time, I can't do that. The only anyway. time I've no. <laughs> you just don't ejaculate. <laughs> yeah, I can't ejaculate. The only time I've ever had a wet dream did, it did not I come the from name of it. Yeah, it did not come from like a sex dream. Like I've never been having sex in my dream and then 
came from it. Wait, you came from like a different dream? Like well, your teeth fell out and when then I you was like, like a, woke up and oh you came? No, when I, was like a, when I was like a teenager or whatever, I would wake up and I had, I mean, there's no good way to say this, come in my fucking underwear. Yeah. But I had no memory of like oh, no what memory the dream was. So I don't know what spawned. Oh, I will say this real oh, quick. It could have been anything. I remember I had a dream when I was in like... <laughs> Eighth grade. <laughs> Playing Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were in Sonic the Hedgehog, and then you woke up and you came. Listen, I've been wrestling with this, and now I've started talking about it, so I guess I have to say it. Not too long ago, I sucked a dick in a dream, <laughs> and I got nothing out of it, but I sucked a dick in a dream. So what does that mean? Question: uh, Nothing out of the dick yeah. or nothing out of the dream? <laughs> Both. Both. Because uh, maybe here's it means the, in your dreams you're bad at blowjobs. Here's the scenario: It was like a threesome. Yeah. And there was this girl, and I was like, "Well, I want to fuck her, but she's with that guy." And then there was like another guy on the bed, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll suck that guy's dick." <laughs> and then I was like, "This is dumb. Why am I doing this?" And then that's as much as I remember. <laughs> this is the most vulnerable really I've ever been. I know, I know, it's I know. Really <laughs> uh. I'm like, well, the weird thing is that because we grew up, we all grew up in, uh, the three of us grew up in a different time where like that dream would be the end of your life if you told anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it what? took me two hours to, to get to that. We've been talking about dreams. That's been on your mind the whole time. You're like, should I open with this? Uh, oh, God. Oh, how do I broach this? Not the whole time, but every once in a while I was like, should, should, I? should, should no, I? No, not yet. Wait a minute. Uh, the what topic are they going to think about me? <laughs> hey, Willie, what should we do for a show? Uh, I was thinking maybe dreams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Um, and so part like, of me is going like, well, dreams must be bullshit because I sucked a dick in my dream. But like, but like you, I mean, like, I believe in then maybe sexuality and I can believe you can suck a dick and <laughs> you just you sucked a dick, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. I like I don't want to. I know I'd be good at it. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every guy would be good at sucking know, a dick, right? Yeah. They just well, know well, how to do it. You, you think that, but it's like, oh, I don't like needles. What are you doing? Nah, you like the needles. Needles. I don't know. I'm just needles? like, like teeth. That's just the, that's just that's just that's just the extreme of somebody like being into something and thinking that everybody's into the one thing they're into. Well, yeah, let me just poke a couple needles into it, and then I'll go. <laughs> I'm alarmed that we were talking about sucking dick, and you talk about poking needles into it. I'm like, well, Willie does not know how to suck a dick. <laughs> One thing's for sure. Don't let Willie suck your dick. He's going to stick needles into it. You're going to be like, Willie's going to be like, yeah, hey, let me suck your dick. And you're like, all right. Then he's like, all right, let me get my pin cushion. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, no, I know. I think. <laughs> That's not part of it. <laughs> it. Brings out that like little 
tomato that you stick pins <laughs> that's with the I'm elastic band that how goes on the jerks off now. <laughs> Needles. <laughs> so you look down at my pants, there's just blood. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts on dreams? I think, you know, I think um, our mind, our mind is a funny thing. It throws a lot at us. And I think there, you can learn about how you're thinking from a dream. But, um, and I, yeah, I, again, I think there's a science to this and I think we know a lot about this and we're learning more and more about, uh, what dreams are and, and the significance they have in our life. And, uh, yeah, if you want to learn more, uh, go on a site called wikipedia.com, <laughs> search dreams. There's a very good article about them. All right. Uh, plugs. Yeah. We'll finish with Sam. Willie, you got me? Uh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Oh, Willie, Willie bad movies on, on Instagram, of course. And, uh, uh, I just want to plug this other thing too. The the May twenty fifth, uh, there's this there's this blind melon show at the at the in, in Pasadena and my friend's band, uh, Damien and the family band, they're opening for him. I don't know, it's cool. Oh, they're opening for blind melon? Yeah. Yeah, but a, it's a not Shannon, real blind melon. A Shannon Hoonless blind melon? <laughs> Yeah, they, right. I know, they yeah. were a cool band, man. Why would they just I guess they have to use the name to get gigs, right? Yeah. You're yeah. playing all it the songs. It was like the whole band. Yeah. I know, it's strange. I mean it's not like it was it's not like Sublime. No. Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh wait. Uh, <laughs> I I started with shut your mouth before I heard your comparison. What were you thinking you were gonna say he's gonna say? I don't know, the Beatles? Oh yeah. no. Uh, blind uh, Melon, what Blind if, Melon what is if, great. Dude, I own yeah, two yeah, no. Blind Melon albums. What if the Beatles what was toured your, now? What was your favorite Blind Melon song? Um uh fuck, you really put me on the spot. Um There's one called Life Ain't So Shitty. Which is great. Uh, Willie, I think maybe you could learn a lot from it. <laughs> uh, I really like, and it's not on the album. It's I think it's like a B-side to the album. and uh, they. But this was record, the, the song that made it onto the Woodstock 94 album is their song Soup. Soup was the name of an album. Yeah. And the song, I think, is a B-side. And it's not even on that album? I'm pretty sure. But the, the song itself is a great song. Okay. I'll check it out. So check out Blind Melon, you kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shannon Hoon uh, famously overdosed on heroin. Yeah. And was uh, uh, from the same town that uh, Axl Rose was from. And he was in, I think, the Don't Cry music video. Wait, what? Yeah. Wow. No, I don't I don't understand. The um, He was from the same town that Axl Rose was from. I think Axl Rose dated his older sister. Oh, town. I thought you said So wait, time. was that Use Your Illusion 1 or 2? Uh, Do you remember? Uh, I think must one. have been one. Yeah, it, it was like in that. <laughs> Shannon Hoon is in a. It was the one where they're where they're like the end of the video is them performing on top of like the the like one of those buildings downtown on like a helipad. Yeah, on yeah. top of the video, he's singing he's alongside oh, Axl wow. Rose. Um, That's cool. Yeah, because like he was like the person his connection to L.A. Axl Rose. Um. Yeah. Weird. Weird connection there. 
Uh, okay, plugs for me. Uh, I'll just stick with 12 Forever. Go see the damn things. It's almost the end of the month, so I don't know where they're at. When does that come out? Huh? The album, I think, is out, um, but they're on tour right now. Oh, oh, the damn things. Yeah. Oh, was oh 12, 12 Forever, Forever comes out soon-ish. <laughs> uh, I don't know the date, and I don't know if it might get moved or not. I do a voice on it. Oh, sweet. Hey, let me do one more plug. Okay. Uh, I, I'm taking uh, sketch class level two at the Pack Theater, and Sam Brown oh, yeah. is my teacher. Yeah, so you can take sketch classes at the it's Pack Theater sweet, if you want to learn sketch. If you're in LA, uh, if you're in Los Angeles, I, 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 you know, I feel like it's reopening my mind and making me a better writer. I loved Eric Moneypenny's uh, Level One, and I, it's funny because I had such a bad day yesterday, but like I learned a lot from it, and it was great. Yeah, it was fucking great. And uh, dude, I, th- I think you're a great teacher. I oh, thank you. Uh... Yeah. Um, so yeah, take sketch classes with me. I like I like teaching people sketch. Uh, and check out my new podcast. Uh, I hate your music, where podcasts can be found. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right. Cool. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Fun time. Uh, and remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>